sad. Oh man, you are. Many things. There's proof that despite the naysayers, we can make meaningful progress. The never, ever, 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 he ever list. I'm dealing with gun violence. Because make no mistake, sit down and hear what I have to say. You think? Well, which is it, young feller? You disgust me. How can you live with yourself? You. Yikes. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. So tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I have a collection of men who want to talk about the destruction, the absolute tomfoolery, that a group of women are wrecking upon simps worldwide. Hammerhand, Sam and MGTOW. Uh-huh. Myself uh-huh. and Rollo Tomasi. Hold up! From the wait a minute, Jersey Judah once again. Funny, weird, but I think I'm going to be going through this. This is from yesterday. That was Undead Chronic. For those who never heard of Undead Chronic, if you listen to this podcast, you have at least heard me talk about Undead Chronic at least once a month. He's going to have a live stream. You already mentioned it. Sandman, MGTOW, Hammerhand, MGTOW, Rolo Tomasi. I mean, the same guy that y'all been roasting. It's going to be interesting. Just want to mention that. Chanel male. I guess Rolo Tomasi. You guys know him by Rolo. We're going to talk about Brittany Venti. Um, you know, talking about unintelligent does with only two redeeming factors in their entire existence won't be the most entertaining thing. We're mostly going to be talking about the pathetic legions of men that pledge your service to them. And we're also going to talk about Lauren Southern, you know, the single mother who threatened to sue Sandman. Yikes. We're going to talk about how the red pill and manosphere talking points have been corrupted. We're going to talk about how normies are co-opting it. And maybe shout out to Brittany Venti. We can talk about the largest problem in the dating sphere. Girls with massively loose punitis. Yikes. I'm sure she'll understand what I'm talking about. 7 p.m. tomorrow. Savage. Eastern Standard Time. Savage. Well, Trump was uh, the first guy that I ever saw who was a sitting president who openly admitted that the military-industrial complex wants you to go to war. Yeah. Like when Eisenhower was resigning, he said it, but Trump actually said that. He said it. In an interview, I think it was with Steve Hilton on Fox. Yeah. Which is just a wild thing to hear, that they might be influenced, yeah. be more inclined, to, not not wars when they're necessary, but yeah. like wars that they can justify yeah. for financial reasons. I'm back. I got a burn up in my car because I'm down to three miles to leave. new music. almost forgot. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Tango down. You already know what it is, man. 
This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. So you know I'm back. Uh, had to buy a pre-roll and break it down to two blunts. I'm struggling, all right? I'm black, all right? But you already know. It's Friday. I did a morning episode. Did Joe Rogan and Anthony Cumia interview from a, from a minute ago. But I'm back, all right? Fuck it. With another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel, all right? Where the audience at? Hold up. Hold up. I'm back with the raw, the real, the red pill, okay? We're going to be talking about well, two videos ago from Replicant Fish. I'm not going to make these episodes long. I'm letting you know this right now. Like I said, I'm literally three miles until E. I'm in my vehicle. I literally had to turn off the car in which I had air on. Now I'm going to have the. Well, I got the windows open, sunroof open. So I'm still cooking. And I'm about to literally cook up now with the raw, the real, and the red pill, all right? From a black conservative perspective i haven't said that in a while um i got this playlist saved noon show all right even though it's 3 15 it is what it is we got two videos from replicant fish those videos this bird is loud as shit i want to shoot it um video is called men aren't masculine anymore says random woman and also, men's entire existence relies on women, says woman. True or false? Let's not waste time. This is like 18 minutes total. We might just go through one. I don't know. Let's get it. Fuck it. Men aren't masculine anymore, says random woman. She's crazy. No, man, you're not masculine anymore. 
You're a bit too soft. And as some women are calling us, saying we're sassy, when for the most part, it's just men with high standards. Ain't that funny, by the way? Doesn't that sound a little homophobic? That a man would be called sassy by a woman? It's pretty much another way of calling a man a fag if you're a woman. Anyway, let's continue. Do you think there's a masculinity crisis in America right now? Definitely. Men, men aren't men anymore. And it's such a shame because I meet these guys and I feel like I'm hanging out with one of my girlfriends and I don't want to date my girlfriend. But wait, what about the women? If men aren't men anymore, do you think women are still women today? If the masculine does not represent the man, would would that then would that be the same for the feminine representing women? But see, that's the problem. I don't disagree with what these women are saying, actually. I hate to say it. I've said it before. A lot of guys today are fucking weak and pathetic. But that doesn't really say much about the women. The women are trying to be men, and the men are going around looking like women. What the? And you know what I mean? I want a man. Why are men becoming women or more female-like? I think because women tend to act like they don't need men and that they're super independent. Men provide. As I stated before, men or women are too busy acting like men. The only independent thing that exists between man and woman is man. I'm sorry. Because a man that's fighting and a man that's doing what he got to do by himself, he doesn't need an audience. The women, on the other hand, they can claim to be independent, but their dependency comes from those that follow them. Their dependency comes from the man that supports them. And she doesn't have to be in a relationship. She can still be doing OnlyFans. She's still getting that money from a man. For the family, I think men. I don't need a man. I mean, you're answering the question yourself. You can't really blame men for that. Tend to act like they don't need men and that they're super independent. So much as women having their choices and options and still just <laughs> not being happy with them. And take care of the family. I think men take care of a woman. And I think a woman adds value to a man's life. How? You see that? Did y'all notice that? Probably heard that car drive by. But did y'all notice that the man just provides from the woman? No real reason. Of course, the woman does nothing for the man in return. She pretty much just said that. Oh, the woman just gives the man whatever fucking credibility that they believe. But in reality, what does that really mean? You just get pussy. And if you've already given pussy to the guy before, what's the importance of it now? And I mean this in, in terms of. A proposition. All right. A guy says, I'll take care of this. I'll take care of that. A guy says, I'll pay the bills. I'll put a roof over your head. And then the woman just goes, thanks. She ain't cooking. She ain't cleaning. She ain't doing a goddamn thing. And that's supposed to be normal today. Okay, back to the beginning. Do you think there's a masculinity crisis in America right now? Definitely. Men... Men aren't men anymore. But are women women anymore? Are Thank women you. women anymore? Nope. Are hookup culture free liberated women women anymore? Yeah, they're still women. They're still females, obviously. However, for the most part, the mass amounts of modern women aren't really marriage material sorts of women. A lot of them don't even want to be married anyway. I'm a free woman. You're a free woman. And as a modern man, well... Is that true? <coughs> and to be honest... <coughs> I don't think it is. I think women do want marriage. I think women do want relationships, but women are control freaks. Women want exactly what they want or they don't want it at all. Um, when it comes to marriage, they want that for the wedding ring. They want that from the validation from other women. They want that for the pageantry that is the wedding. They want that for the attention and the gifts that comes with um, the reception. You feel me? That's what it boils down to. It's like, do men want relationships? No. But we have a reason. The guys that want relationships, they're not necessarily hip to what's going on. And God bless them. Maybe through their ignorance, they'll find what they want short term. And then they find out long term that that's not what they want. But that, but of course, by that time, it's too late. Divorce, court, child support, you name it. 
do you want to get married? I hate myself. But it's funny how women are so bold with their statements when a lot's changed, not just because of men, it's because of women. Everything isn't all just on men. But then, I mean, that would take accountability on women's part. Disgusting. Bingo. Zero accountability. So it's always going to be blame shifting. And I think that's the main reason why guys just need to move forward. Why go into the back and forth? That's something that I had to learn. Why go, why go back and forth and get upset by what these meaningless bitches have to say? Why? Find things in life that benefit you. Women don't benefit men. I hate... Look. It's like, it's like the gift, right? Women are somehow the gift. But the gift isn't worth shit. It's like something... It's like going to the store... And you see something that belongs on clearance on the clearance rack being overly priced. Ain't nobody going to invest in that. That's the representation of modern women. Sorry. And just like just like how women will tell men, if y'all don't like it, then do better. Do better. Be better. Women, be better. Don't be a hoe. Stop acting so fucking masculine. You know what I mean? These loud ass fucking trucks, man. Set this fucking FedEx truck on fire. Get the fuck out of here. Jesus Christ. Anyway. But that's that's the thing. Like, that's the reason that going back and forth with somebody, it's irrelevant. There's no point. Zero. Like, there's no going back and forth with a woman about this subject means nothing. Because as much as you're willing to take a L and be truthful, be honest and take a loss. All right. Everything that a woman says, she's going to blame somebody else. And when she takes accountability, she's worn out. By the time women take accountability for their actions, they'll be damn near on their deathbed with a majority of men. And I can confidently say a majority of men will take accountability. They're taught. To take accountability. <laughs> As the saying goes, be a man. You never heard of the term be a woman. Well, then again, you kind of do, but not really. Be a woman, ladies. We got to be men. We got to do all the hard work. Don't add on to the problem would have to be accountable as well wouldn't they and it's such a shame because i meet these guys and i feel like i'm hanging out with one of my girlfriends damn and i don't want to okay <laughs> you're acting like a huge bitch <laughs> that's actually quite insulting all right so apparently from her perspective a lot of men are so sassy nowadays that it's like hanging out with one of her girlfriends you know what i mean <laughs> yeah this is a problem with um men right and what they see day in and day out So really what you have, it's women that can actually go out there publicly, be little men and get applaud for it. Me, on the other hand, if I say these bitches ain't shit and I stand confidently on what I say, I don't give a fuck how much of money a bitch got. I don't need your fucking money, ho. That's the reality. Women don't understand that. They want to be like men, like I said. So they want to be boss bitches that don't come with fucking um they don't they don't really come with benefits and perks for a woman i just want y'all women to realize that it don't come with benefits as a woman all right you'll be able to buy your own shit but then a lot of those women you can hear them they talk about it a lot i talk about it with the 50 plus year old women looking for a man and all this other shit they got everything that they want they got everything that money can buy and then some except a man they in reality they would rather they would rather have a man buy those things for her. Although she can buy things herself because they they seek attention. I used to say men seek accolades, women seek attention. If you think about it, that's kind of the way this shit goes. Okay? You 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 can argue this if you want. I'm happy to debate. I'm, I'm, I've always been open to uh, debate people, but people are are scared. They know they're not dealing with an uneducated average Negro, so they, they're in trouble. And I like to give off that impression that I don't know shit. I'm black and I'm slow and all that shit. I love to make people think that 
That way I can really pick in their brain and they won't know what I'm doing. These women today can talk all they want about men and get away with it. And granted, a lot of things that they say are, in fact, true. I won't dispute that. I just dispute the I I dispute the selective freedoms that women have that men don't. I dispute that. Oh, if you can go ahead and talk about how men are being feminine or and men are being sassy and men being fags. That's what she's trying to say without saying it. Then I can say most of you bitches look like dykes. Most of you bitches are tatted up. Y'all look like felons. Most of you bitches ain't shit. Shut up, bitch. All right. Sick of it. I'm joking, by the way, but not really. But I, it's not it's not that serious. I'm used to talking about this subject. So I tend to be more, you know, theatrical, if you will. If not, this shit would just be boring as hell. It'd be a bitch talking about the same goddamn thing. What the? Imagine it just men. And if you think about it, there isn't a bitches ain't shit movement the way that women think. The bitches ain't shit movement is like a rap culture thing. It ain't it ain't real life like that. Niggas ain't shit. Men are trash. Those are social media movements, nigga. Like, that's what that is. That's a SMM, a social media movement. That is a cultural war. <laughs> that is men today are weak. Not this many men, not this percentage of men. Women say all men. If you understand this, then you understand how this thing works. It's one sided. They say whatever the fuck they want. No problems. I say whatever the fuck I want about these funky ass cunts. They're canceling me. That's why I don't deal with YouTube. I barely deal with social media unless it's dealing with getting these episodes out there. So I pretty much shoot myself in the foot realistically, right? Because I ain't social like that. I mean, I'm social when it need when 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 it's important. And I don't just socialize with strangers. I don't like strangers. I wish them all the best as long as they wish me the best. But if I don't know somebody, I don't know somebody. Right? It's like how it's like how people look at you, whoever you are, however you are, don't matter what race you are. There's people that will try to intimidate you because they're intimidated by you. They wouldn't try to intimidate you if they weren't intimidated by you. So it's a weird, it's this weird push and pull. But when somebody gives you the screw face and you give them that screw face back, they know that you know what they're doing or what they're trying to do. So by giving that energy back, that man knows, like, oh, okay. So it's like dealing with people, even with like political subjects, non-political subjects, relationships. I just know that people are sensitive, hypersensitive. And me, I want the raw, the real. I want the racism. The people that still are racist, I want them to be openly racist. That way I know who my enemies are. And this is somebody, this can be a black person who hates white people. This can be a white person that hates black people. I'm against racism. I'm against racism. I don't even like the word. I don't like what it means. I don't like that people are still affected by it the way that people are affected by it. That because you're from one area and a person's from another area who looks different than you, you should have hatred towards them. I'm against that. Even to the extent of genders, I don't think that we should go around saying we hate women, but it is what it is, man. You know, I mean, there is no such thing as world peace. There's peace from within. We shouldn't even be of the world. We should just be in it. If the peace within you represents everybody else and everybody would be at peace. But life doesn't work like that. You got people that want to bitch and complain about one thing. You got another group of people that just want to sit around and act superior on the other end. It's like. There is no end. There is no end to racism. There is no um, solving the world's conflicts all at once. There is no perfect society. And when are people going to realize that? When are women going to realize that everything they want, just because they want it, it's not going to come to them because they want it. Because 
none other than a man who actually has to perform his way to the top. All a bitch got to do is show up. And if she's lucky or if, it, if, if she is looked at as valuable to men, she gets the perks that less attractive women get. Now, I ask once again, why is that an issue? Because we know as men, biologically, it's the same thing. It's Darwinism in a nutshell. But I don't think it's only the strongest survives. It's only the strong, only the strongest, only the strongest dominate. The weak, the weak people survive, but they barely survive. Their world, their world of existence is just surviving. Other people are actually living life because they took themselves out of that competition mode when it comes to others. And they start looking at who they were in the past as their competition going forward. A lot of people rarely, if you think about it, it's less than likely that a person grows up successful and then learns about success when he's on his decline. Meaning if I'm if if, if a celebrity is grown up, if a, if a celebrity is raised with money, right, like didn't have to work, pretty much was handed opportunity. If that person reaches 21, if they reach 25, right, and they fall off, they don't have they don't have any opportunities for work. They're not used to going out there and working. They're not used to working a nine to five, doing what you got to do to maintain. They'll lose it. But then you'll have another person who's in that same exact predicament and is just moving forward. Some people just never really some people never had conflict like that. Some people never went to war. Um, Some people never seen true destruction and chaos. For the people that have seen it, y'all know what it is. And it's nothing to glorify. I'm sick and tired of these fucking rappers. To be personally honest with you, I'm going to fly off the handle real quick, but just to make a point. I really get sick and tired of these fucking rappers. Not all of them, but a good portion of them. I was watching um, I was watching an interview. Well, it was a short. And it was a rapper. I'm not going to name him. Right? Talking about the 6ix9ine situation. And Kodak Black did a song with 6ix9ine. And everybody's speaking about how they're against it. Oh, this is bad. This is bad. Whatever. That coon culture that these niggas really be celebrating and idolizing, like that's the cause of our community's destruction. And it's not necessarily the music, but it's the activity and the context within the music that I don't know what it does. Some sort of negative demonic energy. And people that laugh at this shit and think that I'm I'm being funny, I'm not. All these drill rappers, they promote violence, chaos, and destruction, right? Now, regardless of how you see it, because and and I understand other people's perspective where it's like, yo, this is just entertainment. You know, this doesn't affect me. That's cool. That's you. We're talking about these communities, though. We're talking about these communities. We're not even talking about a person. We're talking about a community. It's different. That's why I mentioned rap before, I think, with the Ice Cube situation, because all these guys claim that, you know, there's racism out there and there's whites trying to destroy him, but they're getting paid millions of dollars by whites. Do you understand how stupid that is to say that? Like, think about what I just said. I want I'm going to say it again slowly. There are rap artists during the 90s, Ice Cube was one of them. N.W.A. was an was an example uh, as a group that said that the cops are out just to harass black people. They're out there to make sure the blacks don't achieve shit, that the blacks don't make it. We don't have a chance, says the multi-million dollar signed rapper who is paid by the white men that are supposedly oppressing him. Give me a fucking break, man. I'm sick of these niggas, man. Sick of it. I can rant about this for another 30. I don't give a fuck about these bitches, man. Like, I want y'all to realize. (laughs) Like, I want y'all to really understand. I don't give a fuck about these bitches. 
there ain't there ain't many bitches around in my area that I even fuck with. So so it's easier for me to say it the way that I say it. I can care less what a woman says about men. The reason I mention it is it's something to be played until I come up with a better idea, which I'm already coming up with a better idea as I'm speaking now, because hearing bitches complain about the same shit over and over again, that kind of, you know, weakens the spirit. You know what I mean? The devil, the devil appears at that point because it's like, man, he's funky ass, retarded, stupid, idiotic, senseless, despicable, disrespectful, disenfranchised. Disingenuous ass bitches. All right. Illegitimate ass bitches. Right. These are like I've said before, and I've said this, I've said this on multiple occasions. Right. All these people that I'm around, I separate, I, I purposely separate myself from people because either I've even either I've already dealt with you or there really isn't much to really be talked about. There's no, I, I don't, I don't care for, um, sitting back and having meaningless fucking conversations. You can do that shit by yourself. Technically. Most of these people have, they operate on such a two dimensional level that I don't want to dumb my shit down for these people. Either you know about what's going on or you don't fuck it. Read a book, nigga. Sick of this shit. Then it's always the people. It's always the people that claim you don't know about the situation as if they see you and they figured you out like they've been in your shoes, like they've been in your conflict. Like they've been through the battles and fights that you've went through and claim to be better than you when they're in the same fucking situation. Nigga, you worse off than me. Better yourself before even talking to my name respectfully. Like that's that's the crazy part. And this ain't anything personal. I'm not going through nothing. I'm just saying that as an example. But like that's that shit bothers me. Then when the person exceeds you, you either go on the attack of, oh, this nigga didn't do this, he didn't do that, you know, he wasn't this, he wasn't that. They'll try to throw dirt on your name, right? Now, what happens if they throw enough dirt on your name and flowers grow? (laughs) Gangster shit. What happens if people throw enough dirt on your name to where when the rain comes, the rain goes Flowers grow, life grow out of the dirt that they thrown on your name. Now, that's the most gangsterous analogy that I ever came up with, because people, you know, that term putting dirt on somebody's name. Well, you know, you deal with dirt. People think you're dealing with, you know, dirt, dirty, disgusting. Yeah, but flowers and plants and all these shits come from dirt. Given the proper nutrients, the seed, the seed can be an analogy of of life, child, childbirth, her seed, I mean, his seed, semen, right? But what happens if people talk all the shit they talk about you, right? You pay it zero mind because it has zero effect on you. You focus on what you're doing. And naturally, just by doing that, you've already won. You and it, it's not that you've won by just simply walking away. You've you found better priorities. You have you don't have you don't place those meaningless things into priorities of whether someone's going to like it or not. Or if I'm better than someone or if I'm worse than someone. My opponent is the previous self either looked at as myself yesterday Myself last week, last month, or last year, right? I'm bettering myself. I'm not bettering people. If people resonate with it, then they resonate with it. If they don't, they don't. You just like I'm I'm more of a take it or leave it type of person. And I don't like playing roles. I don't like I don't like playing characters. I don't feel that I need to change who I am because I don't look at myself as a destructive human being. I just I'm just outspoken with the things that I talk about. And what makes me dangerous is I have the information to back up what I say. She's trying to meet a man, but she's like, oh, you're more like a girlfriend, aren't you? You're more like my sister. 
Bruh. My gal pal. We I ain't gonna go through all this. Each other's fingernails. Laying on our stomachs while kicking our feet. Yeah? <laughs> now, it's not to say a lot of men aren't like that. Yeah, I'll admit myself. Like, I've seen a lot of modern men nowadays that are a bit. He's fragile. It's very fragile. The R.A.B. Yeah, it's like, all right, bro. I'm not going to act as if I'm the most masculine man out there. Because for a large part, and it's something women don't seem to understand, a lot of men have no choice but to be, and some men just fake it just to look good. But men are still human beings. Men have feelings as well. <sighs> just hiding those feelings is just part of being a man. Date my girlfriend, you know what I mean? I want a man. Is that, or is that a cop-out? I think it's a cop-out. And I'm a man saying this. This is the reason why I say it. <clears throat> It's not that men don't express themselves. They just have a hard time expressing themselves. Other people who have hard days, who are going through shit, they have outlets. I believe men have lost touch to their outlets. Like growing up for me, my outlet was skateboarding. So anytime I was having a rough day or a bad day, I'd skateboard. It can be a tough day at work. During that time, during that time, it was a... Uh, 3 3:30 to 11 that was my hours back in the day 3:30 to 11 right and if i was having a tough day regardless of how tired i was or regardless of you know what was going on work wise personal life shit like that i used to always go home when i drove home from work i park up in a parking lot i have my board in my trunk now and that's just been a tradition I've always had, I used to always keep my skateboard in front of the house and shit, or just around, thrown in my living room somewhere, hidden in the closet. But when I started driving, I just, you know, put my shit in the trunk. And, you know, after, you know, three plus hours of already lifting and shit and moving around, I had an outlet, which was skateboarding. And regardless, even then, regardless of how niggas felt about it, I don't give a fuck what niggas think. It was something I like to do. And my way of thinking, logically, if it's not bothering others, why the fuck would it bother you? Like, what lack of a life do people really have but to sort of laser focus on another human being's existence? Not just not just what the person's doing or this and that, but everything about people. And that's how you realize how and you may say that sounds crazy but look at social media what's social media we know everything about everyone who puts everything out there we know everything say it again about everyone that puts everything out there and we all we all kind of fell victim of it because we allow those to invade our privacy why without even knowing it we're invading someone else's privacy now, how can you invade somebody's privacy? Simply online, right? People, you know, people's personal opinions, like people that know me on Facebook. Y'all know I support Trump. I don't give a fuck about it. Niggas don't like it. Y'all can unfriend me because we ain't really friends like that to begin with. That's just my way of looking at it. The next person, they can talk about sneakers, shoes, basketball, hookers, whatever the fuck they want to do. But on my page, I talk about what the fuck I want to talk about. Just like the concept of podcasts. You got podcasting about gardening. Motherfuckers gardening shit, podcasting. People talk about sports, podcasting. Um, you know, people talk about music on podcasts. I talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. I don't even know how to categorize it. Realistically, but I choose to talk about it. If bitches want to sit around and talk about how useless men are, you have the freedom to do so. But just know, if I find it, I'm roasting y'all. If I find a podcast, it's over. I'll spend at least a month picking the whole podcast apart. And I would hope people do the same to me. I don't give a fuck. I really don't. I don't care. Because outside of this, it's like... there's There's a level of character that's put into it. But it's not a character, meaning it's nothing made up. Right. It's not even on a concept basis. It is what it is. It's just in order to get people to listen, get people to participate. You got to spice things up. What the fuck I'm talking about? This ain't Bible study. Y'all know what the fuck it is. What the? 
it's like, yo, I've seen these videos of these bitches. They reacting to like niggas supporting Trump now. And they're like so surprised. Like, how dumb can y'all fucking possibly be? Y'all didn't know niggas was fucking with Trump like that. Y'all burnt. Y'all, y'all already brainwashed. That's how I know y'all brainwashed. Because y'all didn't listen to like the hundreds, close to thousands of songs previously where rappers was giving Trump credit. So this is how I know niggas is lost. Like, yeah, y'all, these niggas is stuck in the 80s. Despicable. All them falling off, too. Dropping like flies. Y'all heard that Melly Mel? Just to just to spice things up again, you know, I'm somewhat a part of the culture, right? Y'all heard that Melly Mel diss to fucking Eminem? Did y'all? I would play it, but I ain't I ain't even beat. I'll be I'll play real music before my shit gets taken down over some bullshit. The fucking Melly Mel Eminem diss. Whew. Rough, man. It's the death, the death of hip hop. That was the illustration. First of all, what did Eminem do to Melly Mel to to do this? Like what what is this one of those things where he's white? He's popular. He's considered one of the best MCs simply for lyricism alone. I'm saying that my yeah, it has nothing to do with him being white. Now him being white added on to it after. But beforehand, it is what it is. He's just lyrically one of the better rappers. Period. If you got somebody like Rock, if you're disagreeing with me, I, and this goes out to all you fucking retarded old school hip hop heads, if you disagree with me, then I want you to know you have your own opinion. But with that being said, you're dis you're disagreeing with Rock Kim. These these people don't know how to fucking drive, man. Like it's it's sad. Like some people just ask to get hit. That's why I park my car away from people. Because if niggas hit my shit, I'm shooting them. I have zero tolerance for bad drivers, man. But anyway, all these people, like, think about it. Look at these, like, like old hip-hop heads, right? They hear somebody talk about Eminem, and they go, oh, he ain't a lyricist, man. That's just a white boy from, from Michigan. All, all this dumb racist shit. They say racist shit. But then you go... Well, who you listen to? They mention they'll mention somebody like Rakim. I will show them a video that gives that that that's like a five minute video of Rakim giving his credit to Eminem, and they'll say, "Oh well, you know it is what it is." Did it like yo? Y'all just some hating ass niggas, man. Y'all don't want to see anybody do good. So with me, I don't want to see y'all niggas do good either. If you wish on my destruction, I wish on your death. Cause I don't personally go out there to attack people. I just say what needs to be said from my perspective. Now, whatever a person needs to say, it's probably some retarded shit. Oh, be better, do better. You know, peace to the world. No, peace within. Why the fuck you care about world peace when you're a wreck yourself? You're personally a cause of your own destruction, but you want peace amongst others. It's fucking stupid. It's retarded. And people who talk that bullshit, I don't respect. Why are men becoming women or more female-like? I think because women tend to act like they don't need men and that they're super independent. Men provide for the family. I think men take care of the family. Okay, so if women act as if they don't need men, then how can you blame men for lack of masculinity? I just realized that he replayed all this over and over again just to do an intro, just to talk about the same shit. So I'm going to stop that video. No disrespect. I was like, yo, is this deja vu? Didn't I hear this shit before? And I did. And I don't want to hear it again, respectfully. We're already 45 minutes in anyway. But um, that Melly Mel diss to Eminem was pure fucking trash. I just want to spend my time, the rest of the time, all you fucking hip-hop heads, old-school hip-hop heads, should be ashamed of yourselves. That ain't, that ain't it, man. That ain't it. Uh-uh. That ain't it. Fuck that. I ain't I'm I'm not stamping that. That ain't it. The fuck he dissing Eminem for anyway. Now really, realistically, I hope Eminem just demolishes him just for the hell of it. Like he doesn't make it like a, you know, a personal attack, but you know how a battle is. 
I hope Eminem just destroys him. I really do. And I and I hate to say it. Oh, that's a hip hop legend. Fuck all that shit. I don't care. I like what I like. I I can tell you that I don't fuck with hip hop like that anymore. And I fuck with mostly classic rock. I don't give a fuck how anybody feels about their judgment towards my opinions and my taste. What I eat don't make you shit. So why would you care about my taste? Gangster shit. Once again, off the top, legendary, lethal, deadly. All right. Epic. All right. <laughs> Seriously. I could I could tell y'all right now, most of these niggas that make music today, I can't fucking stand them. I think they're a fucking cause of the problem. They're responsible for the destruction of many communities. And I stand by that. Will I still listen to it? Absolutely. Because I ain't hurt nobody listening to it. Fuck them. I ain't buying their music either. <laughs> I'm not supporting these fucking rappers. They're fucking hypocrites. And it, it, it brought me back to that to that video that I was talking about earlier. I'm glad I mentioned all this. So this rapper was talking about Kodak Black doing the song, being paid by 6ix9ine for doing, the, I think it was a music video and a song. And Boosie's testing the nigga's gangster, right? Like, oh, I don't think Kodak was really, you know, a goon. I don't even think he's a street nigga. Number one, you're a fucking rapper. You can't go into communities like you're not validated. You're only validated in your own neighborhood. And even in your own neighborhood, you can get smoked. That's a fucking fact. You're going to get more animosity from niggas from your neighborhood than anywhere else, actually. You'll just run around and you'll just run into male groupies. Like, oh, shit, I bump your shit all the time. Ain't nobody plotting on you. And your community, though, is different. Don't matter what rapper you are. And it's not to say that none of these niggas can defend themselves because they can. And if they can't, they got security that do it for them. And I'm not dissing them rappers for that. You make music. If you want to be a goon in the street, nigga, go on the street corner. But see, that's the dynamic and almost the hypocrisy of hip hop. The street niggas should want to be the rap niggas. The rap niggas shouldn't want to be street niggas. But today's mindset in order to keep that popularity and to keep the numbers and to be seen as the street nigga, the bosses of all bosses, right? The big wig, the OG, the heavy hitter, you got to have this sort of street background. And I remember this one guy, this one white, he, he was an old executive. He was a white, matter of fact, he was probably Jewish. Now that I think about it, which makes it even more telling. This one old um, radio uh, record exec, this Jewish guy, was talking about how when the, when the atmosphere changed in the terms of what people liked, it became more street-oriented, right? So the... Um, Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff shit was out the door, okay? The uh, Tribe Called Quest, Jungle Brothers shit was out the door, right? The public enemy image was out the door. So now they had control over what was popular and what wasn't. So what did they did? They niggerized the culture. And I'm saying this as a black, and I stand on what I say. They niggerized the culture. Of course, within the music, within the art of hip-hop, the community, almost a representation of a community itself in hip hop, at one time barely represented violence at all. Niggas, niggas wasn't niggas wasn't really about violence at that time. Now, granted, you had violent niggas from the communities. You had drug dealers and shit. You had niggas with the fat, you know, Doogie Gold chains. Some of the niggas had the pro kids. Others had the Adidas shell tops. In the West Coast, it was different. They had the Chuck Taylors. They, I think they had Pro Cats, too, if I'm not mistaken. They was rocking them. And then um, the Bally's, they, they had the Bally joints in New York because that was all shoes that represented that lifestyle in those communities. That's why today, even sneakers, people in Cali talk about the hats you wear in certain places. In other places, it's the sneakers you wear. Oh, if you got some Cortez on, you must be with this and that, doing this and that. And it ain't the case. People just didn't know. That's the culture that was almost created by those execs. They wanted the niggerization of hip hop. 
They wanted the street. They wanted the stereotypical. They wanted the loud. They wanted the problematic. They wanted the in your face. They wanted the gold teeth. They wanted the big ass gold chains hanging everywhere. They wanted all that because that gets them off. Oh, we just destroyed an entire community. They're probably in the back having cigars and shit, drinking wine and just talking about how we are destroying ourselves based on their culture that they created for the rappers. The sag in the pants, all this shit, prison culture, faggot culture, call it what you want, my nigga. It is it is what it is. It's facts. <clears throat> and I debate I would debate anybody of this subject or a political subject. But people that ignore it and say that what I'm saying is anti-Semitic, you can eat a dick because you niggas are the problem. I'm the solution. I'm just the pill that's hard to swallow. Pause. I'm the solution, but I'm not I'm not easy going with this shit. I'm straight to the fucking point. The culture is niggerized and it's these former execs that made it happen. They made that shit fashionable. They made that shit marketable. And the blacks and the he- and the hip hop artists and these rappers who sold out, they bought into it. That's all it is. Face it. I'm not telling you to listen to gospel. I hate gospel music. I know that sounds bad. I would like to consider myself closer to God than ever, but I'm not with that gospel shit. I'm in the world right now. Like that's just the reality. Like you can. And what I mean by saying that is. People believe hell and earth. People believe heaven on earth. And I believe it the same way. The same way that one person can suffer can be the same way that one person makes it. Some some of the biggest motivations of blacks, and I'm saying this, especially from a hip-hop fan and, and from that sort of culture of thinking, the struggles and poverty was almost the aid to the success But then it became a requirement. Then that lifestyle became a requirement for the rappers to maintain and be successful. Oh, you ain't catching bodies. You ain't smoking packs. You ain't smoking ops. You ain't fucking meaningless bitches. Oh, you ain't about this. You ain't with the culture. Fuck that culture. That's nigger culture. That's what that shit is. Black people got to start looking at this shit for what it is. That's nigger stereotypical culture that you don't want to participate in. What does that come with? Fucking stereotypical and predictable outcomes. Dead or in jail. Choose wisely. Or choose to go your own path. Choose to have your own fucking opinion. Choose to be an individual. Take time away from the groups. Take time away from the gatherings. Gain your own perspective. Have your own insight. God will do the rest. That's the crazy thing about it. All these people, they talk about fellowship and even these so-called Christians, these so-called Christians, they get together. These fucking dumb, retarded, illogical people. And they don't know the the white people behind them don't know who's in front of them. If it was hot, they'd probably pull the car over and beat the shit out of them. But anyway, this this is a real based. This is as based as it gets. For the culture, for the so-called black community. I don't I don't go by that. I don't believe in the so-called black community. I don't. I believe in the insight and the information that I've received and the opportunity from God to represent myself as myself. Or what I used to say, a child of God trying to be a, a what was it? I forgot the term I used to say, but it's that. It's the separation shit. I, I'm, I'm with it. I think people should isolate themselves every now and then. I think people deserve it, especially if you got to tolerate people you despise. You deserve that time to yourself to where you can say, man, fuck everything else going on. I'm doing me. And not the way that women say it, because when they say it, they're bitter. I'm doing me. I don't need a fucking funky ass man. Nah, bitch. I'm really doing me. Like, I really don't need your company. I don't need your presence. I don't need your eye contact. I don't need anything of you. That's how that's how deep it is. Without any hatred. Like I said, I don't have hatred. I just don't want to fucking tolerate you. 
being with women is tolerating women. That's all it is. And they're childish. They can get away with being childish. They have all the double standards in the world and they can get away with having all the double standards in the world. And you as a man, you just have to be there as a safety net. That's all they look at men as today. You're a safety net. Oh, you got enough money? Okay, you can handle me. Oh, you don't got enough? Oh, you a bum. You a scrub. What you do for a living? Nothing. She on OnlyFans being a hoe. Niggas know what I'm talking about. That's facts. Bitches are electronic prostitutes at best. I stand on that. A lot of these bitches ain't shit. I stand on that. Men today who worship, give these bitches money and put them on a pedestal, y'all niggas ain't shit either. So I'm very I'm, I'm very much about equality when it comes to that. It's just my level of equality is a pill that most people don't and can't swallow. They can't handle it. Right? But once again... This is this is this is the all in all reality of what's taking place, right? Everybody is eventually everybody is without a doubt separating themselves from each other. And a lot of people think that it's race, they want it to be about race. A lot of people think it's politics, which is partially true, but that ain't that ain't bad. It's a information based it's a way of thinking based it's an individual way of thinking that's why we are easily outcast we're usually ostracized because we don't have others that think like us we're so we're so out there that people look at us as if we don't even belong and some people would think i used to think like this like for the time like, I don't belong in this era. I think the 70s would be cool for me. I think I would be a fly nigga in the 70s. Or at least a drug dealer. One or the other. One or the other. What the? I'll be selling coke with the with the tacky suits on and shit. You know. I want to look like the villains from uh, Miami Vice. You ever see the villains? When you... <laughs> These niggas got pen suits on. Niggas look like peasants. Look like fucking penguin from the Batman. Despicable. I want to look like that when I'm like 50. Every generation, right? And before I wrap this up, I just want you to think about it. Every generation has rebellious people, right? But it's how or why they're viewed as rebellious that kind of defines them. For example, like the hippies and all that. They were the they were considered def- defiant for wanting peace. That's how idiotic people are. The hippies were actually looked at as like communists, like we should fear these people. They just wanted world peace. They didn't want war. But the way that and this is this is this is irony because the conservatives at that time, they were just complete butthurt, dickless individuals. I'm glad conservatism has changed drastically, but we have to face it for what it was at that time. They were just all fucking idiots. Now, the actual communism, (laughs) this is the this is the irony, the actual socialism and communism that's brought today. Nobody wants to talk about it. Because this level of socialism and communism was able to take the gay community, the black community, the trans community, anybody outside of being white and making whites the enemy. They are orchestrated by the establishment, although some people can say that can be proven. Others say it couldn't. I just stay neutral to it. I just stated that opinion. And they incorporated these. They're able to erase history burn books, get rid of books, so that way they can rewrite history and make things that used to happen happen today. So all of the uprising during the time in Soviet in, in, within the Soviet Union is actually being implemented and used in this culture today, but because people can't connect the dots, they have no connection to knowledge and information because they're fucking stupid. They'll just go along blindly with what other people tell them. And I'll be one of the people to say, I don't want nothing to do with those people. But unfortunately and sadly enough, knowing the information that I know now, I know that's roughly 92% of the people on this earth today. In this country, 85% easily. And then the 15% of people that know about what's going on, there's only like 5% of us speaking on it. However we choose to speak on it, 
We'll speak on it. And whatever comes with it comes with it. Whatever comes with it comes with it. I don't fear I don't fear death as much as a meaningless existence. To just live life without meaning, without any without any thoughts, well not even thoughts like that, without any dreams or admirations or um the want to be something better than what you are, that's death to me. I would accept death over that. Rather than live a meaningless life where I just go along to get along and follow these bullshit movements by these bullshit race hustlers who really just want my dollar. They don't want my insight. My insight is too much for them. The so the so-called red, black, and green, they don't want to deal with me. So I deal with rednecks, white, white boys from the right. Because at the very least, if they disagree with me about something, they'll say it straight up. Oh, I disagree for this reason. Oh, okay. Then I can try to convince them otherwise. But if it's most of these folks today, they don't even want to hear any alternative. They just want to go with what they think, and that's it. That's why they don't get a direct source of information. They stay to one news media. They stay on one channel, and they stay programmed to that channel with TV programming. (laughs) See that? But yeah, man, this is base, man. Fuck these bitches, man. Like, I always get in that mindset where it's like, I'm ready to leave all this shit behind and just go all political. And I talked about it year after year. But if y'all been paying attention, I've been getting closer and closer because y'all know who I fuck with. Y'all know who I'm politically aligned with. Y'all know I don't fuck with these political parties either. I deal with two men. I deal with two men politically. And, and, and the funny thing about it is they're both from opposite ends. They're more they have more in common than don't have in common. And they're from opposite parties. That's Donald Trump, Robert F. Kennedy. Outside of them, maybe a couple of people. I ain't really with all the um, the bullshit back and forth. I'm not going to I'm not going to cover up what I say and what I believe fearful because I'm fearful excuse me because I'm fearful of offending others I just don't care to do that I'd rather just be direct with who I am and then the people that choose to you know agree or people that resonate with it the people that align with it they align with it if they don't they don't I was laughing a couple days ago because I was looking into my analytics and it was like all the people that listen now it's split. The largest audience are like people my age. I'm 34. So that audience is, I think, what is that? 25 or was it 28, 28 to 35, 28 to 35. And like the old heads, like the people that are like 35 to 50 something. And it was just weird to realize that the older audience would listen. I would, I would usually direct my shit towards the youth, right? Because the the young the young people need to hear this. Oh yeah, but you're cussing, you're this and that, man. Shut the fuck up. These niggas listen to rap. They watch Scarface. They know Goodfellas. They watch all the violent movies. They cuss around their friends. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing gonna change that shit. All right. That's why these pastors fail. Y'all don't. Y'all can't connect. Y'all can't resonate with the people like that. You have your own way of thinking. And you're not even willing to to be open minded enough to know about something that you're against. You're just against it. When people told me that Republicans were racist and Donald Trump was a racist, when I knew for a fact that Trump wasn't a racist, I said to myself, maybe I should do my own research. I'm listening. I'm listening to what other people are doing. Right. I'm listening to what other people are talking about. And a lot of this shit wasn't adding up. I didn't know much, but I knew that much. Nothing wasn't adding up with what they were saying. And then voila, surprise, what a shocker. Everything they're saying is based on somebody else. They're not doing their own research, right? They're not thinking for themselves. They're not speaking out against anything, meaningful at least. And the cycle continues. Don't matter if you're white, black, Hispanic, I don't give a fuck who you are. You know 85% of the people are the people that I just explained. And this ain't a this ain't a big boys club. This ain't an Illuminati. This is just people that think for themselves and that know what's going on. 
a lot of people who have that way of thinking, they don't they're not usually successful people. And I know what comes with it. So I'm not I don't I don't I'm not fearful about anything, especially the things that I personally believe. Why would I be fearful about that? I'm fearful. I'm fearful when it comes to lying. I'm fearful when it comes to making something up and making something more entertaining or making something more important than what it is. That's what I'm fearful of. Getting to that point where you're just one person known for one thing. There's always people like that. Like they're they're one person that's only known for doing one thing. Whether good, bad, or indifferent, that's what they're known for. And if they're able, if they're not, if they're no longer able to not do what they're able to do, then they sort of like cease from existence. People forget about them. And it's not it's not even about being known or being remembered. It's about just getting the opportunity there uh, to really say what the fuck is on my mind and not give a fuck, just like I do in real life, what people think about it. But anyway, we're like an hour and six minutes. So for now, that's all I got to say. I do have another episode, possibly at night. But really, that all depends on what goes on with this fucking money situation. But in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Signing out. Peace.